Amen. How many are excited about God? Man. You know what, I, you know what, I'm, you know what I'm thankful for today? I'm so grateful that, I, and I don't know, maybe other people don't think like this, but I think like this. I'm so grateful all the time that I never quit. I just, I'm, I'm just so grateful. You know, when I mean quit, do you know how easy it is in your walk with God to just stop what you're doing and become stale? It is so easy. I refuse for the word stale to be in my vocabulary. I will not stop. I will not become stale. I will continue to be passionate about the kingdom of God and where God is taking us. Can you say amen to that? Um, I mean, it's just, it's, I'm so grateful that I believe in the word of God. I believe the word. Um, I was sharing with our prayer team this morning, and I'm just going to say this to you before I get into the word today. Um, this is just my this is just my perspective not thinking of anybody not anybody around here I, I, I mean I'm, I'm, I've noticed it in conversations and connections with people that a lot of Christian people are afraid of the future a lot of Christian people are afraid of the future. A lot of Christian people are afraid of this upcoming election, presidential election, but many different elections. I've noticed Christian people being afraid. And <clears throat> I've said this to you a number of times lately, God is not running the world. If God was running the world, it would look just like heaven. Now, come on, we've we got to be real with this and we've got to believe this. If God was running the world, it would look like heaven. He's not running the world. He's running us. And if His people are in fear, He can do nothing. His people have to be in His Word and connected to Him because what He wants done in the earth is His will, but He will do it through us. He set it up that way. That's not me telling God what He can. God can do anything God wants to do. God set it up that way. God is ruling the world through us. The Scripture says, The earth is the Lord's in the fullness but he gave authority in the earth to the sons of men. Who's that? That's us. Sons and daughters of men, he gave authority in the earth. I'm telling you today, there's never been a day like today for you to be accomplishing three things. Number one, realizing that what you have is the light of the word of God and it's the truth. And the truth today is exposing every lie. What you have on the inside of you is the light of God, number two. And the light is dispelling darkness wherever it is released. Wherever it's released. And what you and I are doing today, 
what we have to see ourselves doing is giving no place to the enemy. Absolutely no place. Every time we choose to be in fear over what we hear being said in the system out here, every time we choose to be afraid of what we hear other people saying, we're not believing God. God has an answer for everything that's out there. My faith is not in who gets elected. My faith is in that God is in control no matter what if I let him control through me. I'm telling you I'm passionate about it. God is not running the world. He's running us. And every time that we develop our thinking all on a daily basis as our daily routines are changing the way that we think, we are establishing things not just in our own personal life but around the world. A, a difference is being made when I'm declaring the word and believing it. There's a difference being made. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not his word. Not his word. Not his word. Mm -mm. No. I'm telling you today, you need to listen to whatever you want to listen to, but make sure you're only believing the word. Listen to whatever information you think you have to listen to. I'm just telling you, I'm not listening to much. I'm listening to what God is saying. Well, you're just sticking your head in the sand and you're not, you know, you're, you're, you're not going to be effective you know, in, in how to deal with issues. I'm telling you, God's already dealt with every issue. Can you say amen? In the word of God. See the picture of my wife and I? Yeah. <clears throat> in the word of God. He's already dealt with every issue. So listen to what you have to listen to, but then, but then expose what you're hearing with the word and with the truth. Can you say amen to that? Just encouraging you, it's so vital. Today, we're continuing our series on <clears throat> framing your world with the word. And I just... I, I, I want you to really focus on what I'm saying. I, I would encourage you to go back and listen to this and meditate on these messages about framing your world with the Word of God. <clears throat> and, um, and, and I, I want to define something about, because you'll hear the word world mentioned several times. And I want to define one of the meanings of the word world the word world <clears throat> one of the definitions in the bible and that's the definition that we're focusing on it's a system it's it's it, it's not the globe it's the system of uh, 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 that makes up the world um meaning the way that the system thinks. It's the thinking of the system. That's what we're talking about. About framing your world with the words of God. And what you're doing is you're destroying frames of words that don't line up with what God thinks. Another part of that definition of world is it has to do with kingdom thinking. In the Bible, the world is, is a kingdom. And so there's God's kingdom and then there's the world's kingdom or the world's way of thinking. 
And I, want, I just want to read this one verse, Matthew 6, out of the Amplified. But seek, aim at, and strive after whenever you have time. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm saying it because if you're in fear, it's because you're not putting it first. If you're afraid of the upcoming elections or the future of, of the United States of America, if you're afraid of the, the future, it's because you're not doing what I'm fixing to read right here, first of all. That's what we have to develop. This belief system in, first of all, doing this. First of all. He said, aim at, strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, and, and he defines what his kingdom and righteousness are in these parentheses, his way of doing and being right. His way of thinking and being right. The way he thinks. The way God thinks. That's what we have to establish ourselves in. Not some religion, not some organization, not, not, not you know, uh, not some denomination, not, no, but how God thinks. Did you hear what I said? You can be born again, you can hear the word, but if you're not a doer of that word, if you're not doing and developing that word inside of it, you're keeping the same thinking. And that thinking stinks, and it will produce no fruit in God's kingdom. You can keep the fear mentality, and it can produce some things in a negative way in the other kingdom, but I don't know about you, I don't want the other kingdom, I want his kingdom. Someone shout amen to that. <clears throat> Watch, and he said, and then all these things, everything he just talked about before that, we didn't read that, but everything he talked about before that, he said all these things will be taken together and given you besides. The things were all your needs. Everything in life, everything that you have questions about, everything is answered when you seek his kingdom. His way of doing and being right, first of all. And you have to develop that. You're not going to just take this message and go out and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to seek the kingdom first. No, 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 you've you got to develop it. Can you say amen to that? So, I want to look at, <clears throat> and just go a little bit deeper in a couple of passages well, one passage that we've already looked at and then, and then another passage. And the first one I want to look at is Hebrews 11 and verse 1. And I'm reading this in the New King James. Hebrews 11 and 1. He said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Most people, that really doesn't make any sense. For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. Verse 3, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Things that are seen were not made of things which are visible. Things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And what he's talking about is faith. Now, this pulpit was created by something you can see. 
Like, I mean, maybe it's wood. <laughs> or, or particle board, or, you know, or, or it, it's close to wood. But, so it was created by a tree. So this pulpit was created by something you can see that was created by something you couldn't see. Who created the trees? God and God alone. I don't care who planted the trees, God created the trees. And God didn't see a tree and say, okay, I want to, that's the image, that's what I want right there, I see that over there. No, 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 he didn't see a tree and he said, tree be and tree was. Actually, go to Genesis 1 and verse 1. And let's just read a few of the days that he created things. Just We'll read through maybe verse 10 here. In the beginning, God created the heavens, verse 1 of Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void and dark, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, everybody say said. Didn't say God thought said God said let there be light what was there there was darkness light was not created out of something that was seen it was created out of something that wasn't seen there are circumstances in your life that were created by things that are seen So, I'm going to give you an example. If you're deep in debt today, financially, if you're in debt, that debt wasn't created by you doing this. Debt be, and now I'm in debt. No. That debt was created by the $30,000 motorcycle you saw and today you barely have the money to make the payments and sometimes you don't eat because you're driving a $30,000 motorcycle or you know you, you see what I'm saying or all the clothes you had to buy and you put on cards and you went in debt don't get mad what I'm saying and I'm just saying I'm just saying the debt didn't just happen And what I'm saying is that God already had the plan inside of him and he said light be and light was. Now I want to touch on what I was just talking about again, but let's read a few more verses of scripture because the scripture always helps us to make the point stronger, right? And there was light uh, and God saw that the light was, you know, halfway good. Mm, No, it was good. No, everything God created was good. Do you know he created you and I? And you know what he said after he created us? Eh, I made a mistake. He said, man, there's some good, that's some good stuff. That's right. That's right. But you have to believe that. Now watch me. I'm getting ahead of myself. Hold on. Um. And he said it was good. And God divided the light 
from the darkness. God called the light day, and, and he called the darkness he called night. Why do we call this night and that day? Because God called it that. God made it. Can you say amen? amen. <clears throat> then God said, and, and so that was the end of the first day. Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters uh, from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so, and God called the firmament heaven. So we've been talking about the waters down here. So the evening and morning was the second day. Then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And all of a sudden, the dry land appeared, and the land and the water were separated. And it was so, and God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas, and God saw that it was all good. Remember, the worlds were framed not out of things that were seen, but the things that were not seen. And my example about being in debt, or, my, or, or an example about anything else that you can see. Listen to me. The debt didn't come because you said debt be and debt was. The debt came because you, you spent a lot of time meditating on things based on a knowledge that said it's okay to do that. <laughs> when, when Becky and I were married, I mean... We had no debt, and then all of a sudden, well, we, we, uh, we bought a couch and put that on time. Um, we bought a table and put that on time. I mean, because everybody said, do that, and so we did it. We didn't have, you know, the best information that was coming to us. We put a lot of things on time and got in debt because our thinking was wrong. The worlds were framed by the Word of God. The Word of God changes the way that you think. The world is a thinking system that says you do things this way. You're afraid of this. You listen to this person and that person. You do what they say. I do what he says. Do you understand? He will never tell you to do something illegal, immoral, or something that goes against the word. <clears throat> so you're safe to say, if you're really listening to God and you're developing your relationship with God, you're safe to say... I can do everything God tells me to do. You know, the thing about obeying the laws of the land and obeying the authorities that are set up, God didn't put people in office. God allows people in office. Listen to me. Whoever's in office, no, no matter how ungodly they are and their attitudes and things like that are, they're in office because the people put them there. Remember, God's not running this thing. Hmm? If God was running this thing, <clears throat> Jesus would be the president, Holy Spirit would be over all the judges, and, you know, Father would say what went on, and everything would be perfect. And that's what he wants to happen, but it can only happen through us as we change the way that we think. And you will never change your world if you don't begin to create, as you're listening to the word, create vision on the inside and then that vision begin to come out of your mouth.
You have to be a, a declarer of the word of God to the point that your thinking changes so that you believe that what you say is going to come to pass. And when you believe what you say is going to come to pass when you say it, that's when you begin to see it. Most people don't believe what I just said because when they say something for a little while and they don't see it, they get discouraged and they say, well, you know, that pastor, he, well, he's just about mind over matter. He's just trying to get us uh, to get all worked up, you know, so he can, uh, you know, rob the church of their finances or whatever it would be. Oh my gosh. And, and some of those things have been done, but not very much. Some of those things have been done. There's been some dishonest people in the church, but not very much. If you were in it for the money, you wouldn't do it. I've been doing it 31 years. I'm telling you, if you were in it for the money, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. Now, what am I saying? I'm some pauper and no, 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 no. God blesses it. But it, it's, the develop, it's how you get blessed because you can't get blessed based on someone else's money. You get blessed because of the blessing of God. Doing what my wife, my, my beautiful wife said earlier about being a tither on purpose, being a seed sower on purpose, then you're, you're reaping the benefits in your life no matter you're a pastor or whatever you are. Did you hear what I said? You, you know that the Bible says, and you can claim this, because I, I just believe it because God said it. And I'm not trying to get somebody's money or anything else. But the Bible says the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. So I'm just saying that wicked people are making money for me. I mean, do you believe you're the righteousness of God in Christ? I mean, should you believe that or should you not believe that? Well, you know, he's in pride because he believes he's the righteousness. He said I was. He said, I'm his beloved. He said, I'm his favorite. You need to see yourself the exact same way. You're his favorite. How can we all be his favorite? I don't know, but he said it. And there are things like that that you have to frame your world with. Is if you don't, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna hit the plow and be, be, be a, a slave to the grindstone all the days of your life. Is working good? Absolutely. Is working where your face should be? Absolutely not. Your faith should be in God so that what you do produces the benefits and the fruit that you're looking for. You and I have to believe this, but it'll never change if your thinking doesn't change because what'll happen is your thinking will stay connected to the system's think, way of thinking. However the world thinks is the way you'll think. I'll just tell you, I'll just tell you this. I think I, just, I, think I said it earlier. But the more and more you can get out of listening to what the world is saying, the better off you are. I'm just telling you right now. And, and the more you develop the ability to know that God's word is speaking to you, the better you are. Because then you're not frustrated. You know, then you're not with this hopeless attitude. You're born again, you're spirit-filled, but you feel hopeless because you're meditating and, and all this information's coming into you and it's trying to tell you that things are a certain way when they're not. You know what the Word says? You boil the Word all the way down. And you know what the Word says? It's well. <laughs> you boil it all down. It, when you're basing everything on God's kingdom, it's well. 
I'm well, you're well, we're well, we're overcomers, we're on top, we're not underneath, we're it's well. And man, I am passionate about it. This can't be made of a tree. <clears throat> it's too light. <laughs> Amen? The worlds were framed by the word of God. So, just in these last few minutes, I'm reminding you of some things that we said, and I want to make this point really strong. We read, uh, I'm going to James 3 and verse 2, and we read verse 2, but I'm going to read down into that today because I want to make one point about this. <clears throat> we all stumble in many ways. This is James 3, 2 through 8 in the um, NIV. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect or mature, developed, able to keep their whole body in check. When we put bits in the, in the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can, turn their whole, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, Everybody say likewise. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body. Everybody stick your tongue out. Very small compared to the rest of the parts of your body, most of the rest of the parts. Can you say amen? Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body, it corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It's restless, evil, and full of deadly poison. Now, two things I want to say. Number one, about the animals. Why does mankind have control over the animals? They don't speak. They don't speak. How many human beings do you know that are afraid of dogs? many why God gave us authority over all the animals most people are afraid of dogs because of other people's stories or maybe a personal experience that they had with the dog that that charged them or did something to them but yet God's given us authority we're to have authority over animals and the reason we can is because they don't speak number two they weren't created in the image of God but they don't speak they don't speak Number two, when he says here, and, and I, I don't have all the, all the translations to back this up, you, you can go look at different translations and you'll see what I'm saying is the, is the truth. He's saying that nobody else can tame my tongue but me. I can't tame your tongue. You have to choose to tame your tongue. Because the tongue 
is full of these deadly poisons and evil and those kind of things. Why? Because of our thinking. Did you hear what I said? It's because of the way you and I think. And the fact that we think in an incorrect way according to the world and the world system, we have the ability to control our tongue. And and, and, and the first part of the passage says, if you control your tongue, if you control your tongue, you can control your whole body. So your body doesn't have to do evil things. That's what it says. So where does it start? I need to try to be good enough. Never work. You'll never be good enough. Ever. Everybody say ever. You will never, ever, ever, ever be good enough. You'll never get it all right in your life by trying to do it. It starts by saying out of your mouth what God says about you And I mean being passionate. Listen to me. This is one of the times that I'm going to tell you you need to be selfish about getting the word in your mouth, coming out of your mouth, coming through your ears to develop a belief system so you're not thinking like the rest of the world thinks. It will never change. Your circumstances, you you can work really hard at trying to change everything and make it all right. Sooner or later, you're going to fall and trip and things are not going to go well. But he said, the man that never says the wrong thing, always saying and declaring what God says is so, is the same as a perfect, mature, developed man able to control his whole body. Man, I'm giving you information today that money can't buy. I'm telling you today, this information right here, money cannot buy it. The other verse that backs this up, we've, we've read in the last two weeks, Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that love it will eat the fruit thereof. Can, can you put that up for me? I didn't give that to you, but can you put that up for me in the Amplified? Let's wait for that in the Amplified real quick. <coughs> Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they who indulge in it, either death or life, based on what we're saying, shall eat the fruit of it for death or life. And, and, and I think it goes a little bit more, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, he finds a true wife. Uh, Hold on. There was something I wanted to see on that. I just remembered it as I, I didn't plan on saying this, but. Hold on. get this hold on
They've changed it. That's really weird. Maybe I've lied to you all these years. And maybe it's another translation. Anyway, what it says is, <laughs> or what I've said is, <coughs> death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they who indulge it shall eat the fruit of it, death or life. Maybe I'm getting it confused with another verse. Anyway, <coughs> that's what it says. But, but my point was, the part of the scripture I had in my head was, there's nothing else that you can do that's going to help it along oh man that's another scripture okay <clears throat> nothing in the flesh that you can help that along with I, I, i'm saying to you today that to put the kingdom of god first is to frame your world with what you say and <clears throat> if you're in debt It, 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 let's just say it like this. If you, were, if you were in debt, how many in here would say if you were in debt, you would want to be free from debt? Okay? All right. So that's an image that you have on the inside of you. And that image changes. It begins to change through the Word of God and through declarations over what the Word says about debt. The Bible says, Oh, no man anything but to love him. When you begin to declare things like that every day and focusing it on, say, your debt or whatever the situation would be, what happens is that greater understanding comes to you about how to be free from debt. Now, hear, hear me out. Confessing the word will not free you from debt in the natural without you doing things that God tells you to do, like sell that motorcycle. Hmm? Have a garage sale and sell some of those clothes at a really high price. So you can take the money and go put it on your card. And you know why? Because does God want you to have good things? Absolutely. Does he want you to have the motorcycle? Absolutely. He wants you to get it his way. He wants you to get those things his way. And it starts by declaring the word of God, framing your world with the word, and allowing the word to talk to you to lead you, to speak to you, to reveal to you things that you should do, not do, instead of just doing things off the top of your head. I mean, you know, uh, you know I'm going to buy it and, and we'll pay for it later. I'm going to do this and I'll take care of it whenever I can. Whenever never comes. You get under pressure, you get under the, 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 the pressure of the enemy pushing you down in those kind of things because... You did things based on information that you've seen, attitudes that you've seen, other people doing certain things, and it appeared they had it all together, and so you tried it, and it didn't work. Now we've got to get the wisdom and understanding from God in how to do that, whatever it is. I don't know why I'm using debt today. I'm just using that as an example. We've all been in it at one time or another, I think. Maybe somebody hasn't been that's here today, but we've all been in it one way or, at one time or another. God wants us free of it. And where it starts is through the confession and framing your world with the word of God. Can you say amen to that?
Let me go back to what I had. And I'm going to finish with this. <coughs> so, <laughs> my misquoting of the scripture in Proverbs 18.21 uh, um, Death and life are in the power of what you and I say. Can you say amen? So, here's the deal. And this is what we have to be sold out on. Here's the thing. When I become a believer of what I say, that, that it matters. I, I, I've, I've come to a place where God will not let me say anything negative about anybody on planet Earth. Not any human being. I can't do it. I'm not talking down. I can hear information. I can have an opinion about something, but I have to word it in such a way that I am not cursing somebody with my mouth. I just can't do it. And, and does that mean that I'm not tempted to do it? Does that mean that I don't slip at times? No. But when I do, I repent immediately because I want the best of God, and the best of God is not coming when my tongue is used to speak cursing over people's lives. That's why I can't listen to any news media today because when you get on that thing, they just bash everybody. It's the left side, the right side, the middle, whoever. I mean, everybody's bashing somebody. And man, after a while, it just, I mean, it controls the way you think. You're not going to believe God and speak negative about other people. You're just not. So what I'm saying to you is this. Whatever you say is so, is so for you. Whatever you say is so, is so for you. You're going to speak the negative, you're going to get the negative fruit. You're going to speak God's word and frame your world with the word of God, I promise you, if you don't quit, you don't get discouraged with it, you will reap. You will reap. You will. I promise you. Or God is a liar and God can't lie. So everything I'm telling you today that I based on the word of God, it's the truth of the word. You've got to spend time. You've got to get it inside of you. But it will not fail you ever if you just don't quit. There may be times when it seems like, you know, God's just not quick enough. Well, I promise you God's not a day late nor a dollar short. But all he's about is the development of your soul. That's what he's about. The renewing of your mind, the understanding of God's way of doing and being right, and you not being led by your emotions and what the rest of the world thinks. <laughs> I'm telling you today, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I, 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 I've never been as free today as I am today, right now in my life, because I don't care what other people think. Not in a negative way, not in a bad way. I just can't let what other people think say about me. I can't let that rule. And when you don't, and you're free to do what God's called you to do, opportunities come your way in amazing ways. They just do. Hmm? I'm speaking on Hispanic radio tonight. I promise the people in Victoria that there'll be a day when I come back that I'm going to be speaking Spanish. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but it would be all delayed if I tried to do it, you know, here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm doing the English version 
of what will be translated by translators into Spanish. Yeah. Come on. How good is God? Huh? See, the first 16 years of my life, I thought I was Hispanic. I grew up 40 miles from the Juarez border, and all my friends were Hispanic, and I just thought I was. I, I didn't know any different. You know, I just thought I was a lighter skinned uh, Hispanic, you know. And, and, and one day I found out in a really ugly way, I mean, I'm serious. I didn't know the difference. I didn't know there was a difference until I was about 15 years old. When I saw somebody of a Hispanic culture being treated by somebody with white skin in a way that I was shocked. I mean, to this day, I weep over that, watching what happened. And when I went and talked to my friend, I said, why'd you let that man talk to you like that? Oh, he's the boss. Boss? A boss should care about, I mean, I, mean I, I don't know where I got it from, maybe my dad, my father, because there, no, there was no prejudice or any, we, we didn't think of color of skin or whatever, or culture, I mean, any of those kind of things is different. And when I saw that friend of mine being treated that way, I mean, I kind of had an attitude toward white people. Anyway, I'm not going to get into all that. I'm just saying, God opens the doors for opportunity for you in ways that are supernatural when you know who you are because of framing your world with the word of God. Can you say amen today?